0: Uh, this is Ray Romano, and you're listening to The Marketer's Mindset with Brian Burkhardt. I love listening to The Marketer's Mindset. Come on, Ma! I'm trying to leave a testimonial. Do you mind? Keep it down, Ma. Anyways, I love The Marketer's Mindset. I love listening to Brian. I love Brian. Everybody loves Brian. And you're going to enjoy this episode here with an interview with Anthony Hayes. The guy's amazing. So listen to this episode. You're going to love it. The following testimonial was done by a celebrity impersonator, or was it? You're listening to episode 32 of the marketer's mindset with Brian Burkhard and today's special guest, Anthony Hayes. <music> Back to the marketer's mindset, the podcast where we talk about how to create and sustain a powerful mindset to help you build a successful online business and lead a happy and abundant life. I'm your host, Brian Burkhard, and I'm very excited to introduce the mindset family to today's guest. In 2004, this person embarked on a journey that would be many, many people's worst nightmare, you could say. He began a downward spiral in his life as he began partying with shady people who did shady things. He was experiencing failed relationships and was immersing himself in a lifestyle of self-destruction and self-medicating over a 10-year period, which ended up even costing him his marriage. All of this before the ripe old age of 30. The pain he was suffering got to the breaking point where he wanted to die and no longer go on living. For whatever reason, he dug deep and decided that he wanted to understand what he was going through, and like a true champion, he never gave up and embarked on a journey of self-discovery. While finally starting to step back and take a look at his life, it was revealed to him that he was suffering from clinical depression, anxiety, ADHD, self-medicating, and bouts of insomnia. Like a modern-day Rocky Balboa, he fought his way out of the darkness of his depression and rose like a phoenix from the ashes. He went on to document his 10-year journey of overcoming insurmountable odds despite his circumstances in his book, The Science of Being, Surviving Depression. Fast forward to today, and this individual has gone on to do many wonderful things. Today, he's an author, a podcaster, a blogger, is a member of the International Association of Internet Broadcasters and the co-founder of the Podcast Discovery Center, which I am proud to say that I'm a member of. His early life accolades include competing on national level in martial arts, custom car building, and traveling the world as a professional DJ and break dancer. Though he says his greatest achievement in his life so far is being a first-time father to a beautiful baby girl named Violet. He currently resides in sunny Southern Florida where he works in a management at the largest grocery retailer in the Southwest, or excuse me, Southeast. His driving force is what he calls M5, mindfulness, meditation, music, martial arts, and the need for more. In doing research on this individual, I came across his motto also, which I loved is control the controllable, and as for the rest, Keep on flowing and just be Anthony Hayes, welcome to the show.
1: hey, bro, thanks so much thank you so wow, man I'm speechless. Thank you for having me on here and um, I'm really excited to um, you know shed some light on a lot of stuff for the listeners and just show them what it takes to to get through whatever you need to get through with the right mindset and that's that's what I've tried to do and uh, what I've tried to convey in my message, so I thank you for having me here to discuss that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I mean with your background, what we just read here, um, I'm sure you have thoughts going through your head and kinda of reliving things and the journey you've gone on. Um, fortunately probably a lot of people haven't gone through what you have. So, I mean the stuff you're gonna share should be able to help and benefit a lot of people because you've really gone through and struggled through a lot of a lot of really severe things. And as you look at the numbers and I'm sure you're familiar with I'm not with depression and stuff, but there's really a high rate out there. And with the odds, the number of listeners on here, you know, there's going to be some that are probably suffering from depression, anxiety, insomnia, ADHD, and all those other things. So I think what you're going to share today is really going to going to help a lot of people. So I'm looking forward to diving in with this for you.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think so. And, uh you know, hopefully... Uh, you know, people can relate. I know there are people that relate, like you said. There's a huge percentage, and uh, of those things, just alone, you know, this is just my story. I'm not here to say that I have had it any better or any worse than ever anywhere else. It's just, uh, this is my story, and you guys are out there creating your own every single day. And the most important thing is to just stick to that mindset and moving forward, no matter what.
0: Yes, that's definitely the key. I, I believe that strongly on there. Now I did some research on you, um, mm-hmm. before the show to kind of get some, no, no, it was, <laughs> I wanted to kind of get to know you a little bit better <laughs> other than just the, the podcast discovery center, which again, again, I really appreciate what you and Scott have put together there. Um, thank you. Yeah, we, we
1: appreciate you being there, man. We, we, it is what yeah. you guys make of it. it we're just there to, to facilitate the members really make up the, uh, the core of, of what it has become. So I thank you.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it looks like you guys, what are over 1300 members by now?
1: Yes. I want to say it was 1329 last I checked. So nope, not, yeah, not I that I'm counting good. or anything.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's even more than I think when I looked, it was like 1380. So it looks like you're continuing to grow. Um, I actually got into this. I was referred by my cousin. Do you know Kay Walton by chance?
1: Oh yes, I do.
0: Yeah, that's my cousin and she has a podcast called Loco Gringo.
1: Yeah, I, oh, I had her on my show. She's wonderful.
0: Oh, awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So she, uh, she's the one that introduced me to the group and it's just been an awesome experience. Like I said, I, I really like it. Oh cool. But going I'm so happy through, to hear that. Yeah, thanks. Um, going through, I found some things that we have in common. Okay. When I was doing some research, one, we were both raised Roman Catholic. Yes. Um, which now it looks like we've kind of gone on our own personal self-discovery journal of, uh, or I should say journey of kind of our own religion, or our own beliefs. Yes. Um,
1: you can say that. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's, there's been a, a lot of things that, uh, looking back through that, I don't participate in, but anyways, that's a whole uh, different both, show, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have you back on and we can go on another topic there. <laughs> uh, we've both been divorced, unfortunately. Um, we both have been in sales, and you are currently working a full-time job right now, Anthony, right?
1: Yes, correct. Yes,
0: yes. me, myself, as well. So you got that balance of trying to create the podcast and all the other stuff you're doing while maintaining a full-time job in a family.
1: Yes, balance. Um, balance being the key word there.
0: Ooh, big time, which is very tough.
1: Yeah, something um, we all struggle with.
0: Absolutely. And we're both fathers. I have three boys, and... You have the beautiful little girl, Violet. do you have any other kids or any on the way? or
1: yeah, no, that's that's it for the moment. She's a uh, plenty plenty of work um, oh. and I uh, you know hopefully in the future, that's definitely something that we could um we could look into, but um being that it's our first child, it's been a very interesting and um difficult and rewarding um uh, process, but um I wouldn't give it up for anything.
0: No, it's amazing. It changes your life and you learn so much. And it's it's so amazing to have someone else in your life that you can care about so much and that you're basically responsible for is developing them. And and kind of what we're going to talk about here with mindset, it's something I'm sure you love to pass on down to her and, and help her with whatever journey she goes through in her life and build that strong mindset that she can overcome and basically do anything that she wants. Now, going through here, um, like I said, your story is amazing, the journey of being knocked down to the very bottom and then just battling your way back to not just a comfortable average life, but it looks like you've basically designed a nice life for you and your family. Now, when your life was beginning to spiral out of control, Anthony, were you aware that you were suffering from clinical depression at that time? Mm. When did you kind of find out about it during your journey?
1: I actually found out about it while I was being self-destructive, because what initially happened is I realized that something wasn't right, okay? So I was having all these different onsets of emotions and lack of emotions, actually, at some times. And then I was doing stuff that was just completely out of character, and something just felt off. So I actually sought out... um, uh, medical assistance with that from, uh, you know, via psychologists, psychiatrists, and things of that nature, doctors. And that's when I found out that something was wrong um, chemically within me. So that's what was leading to all these outlandish behaviors and self-medicating and all these things that are out of my character, my normal character. So what I did was I I thought it was just going to be like an overnight thing. Like, okay, like I'm better, like, you know, prescribe me some pills or let's, let's talk, you know, I'll tell you about my life. And it didn't really go that way. So it took a while to get everything under control, everything balanced out to continually have follow-up appointments and to really get myself back on track. Cause what it all boils down to is I didn't want to get better. I just wanted to continue doing what I was doing, having fun and, you know, just, just going about things in just a crazy manner, trying to fix them or self-medicate myself. And it just didn't work out. So after, you know, wanting to finally get better, I was able to get better. So it was kind of, I found out during the, during all that, And it wasn't up until some years later of this repetition and learning about what I was going through and trying to develop a mindset to combat it, that I was able to help myself and to be as self-aware as I am today. But I say the self-awareness itself has really taken a stronghold just these past few years.
0: Wow, that's awesome. So for you, when you found out, it wasn't kind of like, you know, a good thing. You were kind of like excited saying, wow, at least I kind of Know where this behavior and stuff is stemming from. You kind of looked at it as okay, I've got this, but I still like doing the lifestyle that I have. So it took you for a while to shift that mindset, right? Yeah, to to want to get healthy. Well, what was it that was there? And most times there's not a certain moment, but sometimes people do have something and it kind of accumulates. But you know how you kind of always say you hit the very bottom. Was there a moment or a period? where you kind of did a shift and I'm sure it was back and forth. It wasn't like all starting to go smooth sailing after that. But what was the point where you kind of said, you know what? I want to take care of my health and myself and, and, and no longer live this lifestyle. Now that I'm aware that I suffer from this, how do I deal with this and, and get better?
1: The turning point or the rock bottom for me, for when everything in my life changed to, what I've become today and the person I've become today was the day that I drove myself to the emergency room. I was on my way to work one day and I told the triage nurse that I felt like I wanted to kill myself. And from that wow. day forward, uh, when I was in a um, – I guess you would call it a mental institution – Um, that's an antiquated term, but a, a rehab facility of sorts, they transferred me to there. And it it was from that day forward that everything in my life changed and everything started going exactly the way that it should have been all along because I was able to take care of myself better and learn the tools I needed to have a better life.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's, I mean... I don't A bit know. extreme,
1: I, I, but in my case, no. but the uh, the the same idea goes for for everybody out there.
0: Yeah, no, and 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 Anthony, this is so important, and and I appreciate you sharing your story and being honest and transparent because I've been blessed. Luckily, I don't suffer from it. Yeah, I get depressed sometimes, but most of the time, I'm a pretty happy guy. But I've got family members that have gone through it, so. I know the, the suffering and stuff, and I'm trying to educate myself and learn more about it because being a person that's more happy-go-lucky and stuff, it's hard to wrap your head around it and really understand. So I'm trying to really get to understand. And unfortunately, my cousin, which her son, which I guess would be my second cousin or whatever you want to call it, uh, ended up committing suicide last year, and he was mm-hmm. 28 years old. So to see you to become so self-aware yeah. that know that you need help instead of saying, you know what? I can't take this anymore to be able to get that final push of strength to say, I can't take it. I'm in pain. I'm hurting, but I don't want to end it this way. I want to turn it around. I got to commend you, man. That's, that, that, that's amazing that you were able to do that. Was there so did just something click inside you or I mean, what made you kind of just. Say, hey, I want to get help.
1: Well, I mean, first and foremost, I'm I'm very sorry for your loss, and it's unfortunate. In my research, I've found that there is a a certain emotional, um, I would I don't know if you would say epiphany that we all go through, and it just so happens it's between the ages of, I've narrowed it down to 25 to about 28 years old because what's happening in those times you're going through the biggest changes of your life you're either starting a new career finishing up college buying a house buying a car having a child you took a, a you moved across the country um there's so many things and it it triggers something inside of you and it opens up this pandora's box if you will and what happens is one of two things you either go down the route that I went and that unfortunately your cousin went and which is a self-destructive route Mm -hmm. or do you go in the complete opposite direction, which is that, that self-awareness that, um, you know, uh, the, um, the self-affirming route, the, uh, the self-empowerment route. So it's really, there's nothing really in between. It's one way or the other, because some people are just not equipped emotionally to understand and, um, deal with their own emotions. So, uh It's just, it's just one of those things that, and it just so happens that it's, it's, it's that I've noticed that this, that, that time period that it happens. And it seems like it, you know, it's, I'm not the only one.
0: <laughs> right. Now, is there, is there something that, and I don't know, I'm sure you've analyzed and gone through it and stuff. Is there anything though that you could share or maybe something that might be a, something that someone could do that's in that situation that says, Hey, I've had enough and I don't want to go on like this to, to maybe catch themselves and then ask for help. Or is it just something like you said, some people get it and some don't, it's just a a random thing, but is there anything that could maybe help somebody that's feeling like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If, you know, if it is to that extreme and you're going through something that you can't handle, it is, it is in your best interest to stop whatever you're doing and ask for help because that's what people are there for. And there's services out there like the suicide prevention hotline, if it ever should get to that point. Um, that being said, one of the best things that we can do to, to shift our mindset and to learn about these emotions and how to deal with them is to learn about the human psyche. So, uh, pick up a psychology book of, of really any sort and, um, you know, read some online articles, maybe some blogs or something. And there's a lot of general information that'll help you get a grasp. And the more and more you learn, the more and more you educate yourself on what the mind goes through on a day to day basis and all these emotions that we experience in life, the more equipped you will be to handle those in the future. So I'd say education. Um, is is by far you're going to be your best tool to combat any type of situation you're having with these mindset shifts.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think too many people fall short. They get out of school and they basically stop learning, unfortunately. And and it's
1: exactly. It sounds
0: like you're kind of. You're, it sounds like you're kind of like me. You you love learning and educating yourself and becoming more self aware. And like you said, there's so many resources now with the internet. You don't always have to pay for stuff. There's there's free ways you can start. And then you know if you need to get more advanced, there's books and courses yeah. and you know seminars. There's, but there's so much information out there. And what we'll do is all the stuff that you mentioned here. For example, like the suicide hotline and maybe other any other resources that you have, we'll put them in the show notes and, and link them up there for people that may. You know, like I said, be suffering themselves or have family members or no friends or whatever. We're gonna have as much resources as we can um put into the show notes here.
1: Yeah, sure, Um, absolutely.
0: Now growing up, Anthony, who was your biggest influence in your life? Did you have anybody like a mentor or a family member or
1: Yeah, um since my parents were divorced and I did a lot of traveling back and forth to visit my father? A lot of times my mother and my, well, and her sister. So my aunt and my uncle and my cousins, we became very close. So it, they were, they were my immediate family. There was times where we actually lived together all in one home and the kids, we all went to school. And that's actually where my martial arts started my, where I started learning that was from my uncle. So from a very early age, my uncle Donald was a, a kind of rock unknowingly until you know I didn't realize this until some years later probably well into my 20s that um uh, what an influence he was on my life and how there were certain values and stuff and knowledge and self-discipline that he had that I would pick up on and I would take with me in the future and you know there were some times where I was struggling and he was he was right there just because he's not like, not that I couldn't go to my father. It just happened to be my uncle was right there because he lived, you know, right down the street or in the next room. So he was there a lot of times for me when I did need somebody to talk to. So for, uh, and, and it, you know, that was, um, that was a progression over time. And then as I got older, it was funny, my relationship with my father got even better. So it was like when I, when cool. I, di- when I went through my divorce, you know, when I became a father, when I started to ha- to go all through these things that my father went through, me and my father became even closer. And the, just like the past couple of years, um, that relationship has, and has grown and, and bonded and stuff like that. So it definitely be a combination of the two.
0: That's awesome. I'm happy for you. That's great. Um, now, do you think that during that dark period of your life and stuff when you were going through looking back on it now, did it have like a positive impact on where you are today in your life, going through what you did go through?
1: Yes, absolutely, because I've seen the worst that things could be so and I mean the ultimate worst so anything that even though I have an a uh, immediate A knee jerk reaction, you know, uh, like you spill some milk. You know, they say don't cry over spilled milk. You're obviously gonna be a little upset that you spilt the milk on the floor, but after the initial reaction of oh darn it, I immediately can go back to these times and say, okay, this is literally nothing to sneeze, you know, to be concerned about. A flat tire on the car. Does it suck? Do you have to change the spare on the side of the road? Yes. But it's not the worst thing in the world that you could be going through. There's definitely worse things. But it's just a matter of being able to have something to refer to, to find that balance, to say, okay, this is what the worst is. This is my current situation. Where does my current situation lie between all of these factors and is it really as bad as I think it is? And what it boils down to is, is your mindset and being able to acknowledge those emotions and be aware of yourself at that current point in time.
0: Absolutely. How important do you think mindset is to, to someone's business and to their life?
1: I mean, who, uh, it, it carries over your mindset and a positive mindset at that carries over everywhere in your life, whether it be business, school, relationships. If you're not able to manage yourself properly, you can't manage your your business. Why? Because you can't go out there and you can't get sales because you're maybe not aggressive enough. You're not as positive enough. People pick up on those emotions. People pick up on your body language, your tone of voice, your facial expressions, your eyes. So if you're not able to have... certain control over them kind of like an actor would you see in a you know a movie role they're so convincing so if you're able to adopt those kind of traits i'm not saying to be fake (laughs) that's not what i'm saying but if you just as an easy example you look at an actor they're not really going through that they're not really crying but they're able to conduct their emotions in such a way and shape their mindset to know that i'm on camera right now i have to cry that is what I'm telling my mind to do right now. So we're able to do it. So anything that you're doing, whether it be your business, you're trying to grow your business, you have to go out there, you have to market, you have to sell yourself. We are constantly selling ourselves.
0: Absolutely. I mean, whether it's to our children, um, to our family members, our friends, I mean, you're always selling. That's why it's funny when people say, I don't like selling, you know, and they look at it as the bad connotation where you're out there, you know, the old used car salesman yes. type, you know? Yeah. But anytime you're, you're trying to convey your ideas and get someone to follow what you're saying or to, to go along with you, I mean, you're doing a sales job. And I think, and the reason I asked you that question, Anthony, is because I think, I don't know, maybe I'm shooting too high, but I think 90% is mindset, man. Absolutely. Um, with business. You know, business, you can learn skills. There's so many things out there. You can learn them, but if you don't have the mindset, it doesn't matter what tools you have in your arsenal. It doesn't matter if you have an A to Z system on how to make money. Like you said, if you don't have that belief in yourself, if you can't convey that to others, you're not going to, those tools and that system is not going to be helpful to you.
1: Yeah, so you got to get that be,
0: mindset right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, I mean, you could be the best worker at your job, but Your boss is never going to give you the keys to the castle if he can't trust that when he steps away, everything's going to be under control and everything is going to go smoothly. But it's up to you to convince him or her of your confidence within yourself to carry on the business as if you would, if they were there.
0: Right. Now, how do you, and I've talked with other people about this and some of my buddies and stuff, and it's... How do you deal with negative self-talk? You know how some days you wake up and you're like, man, you're ready to take on the world. You're excited about a project or you're, you're looking to grow the podcast somehow or whatever it may be. And you go to sleep, you wake up, and I'm talking like, what, eight hours later, you have a totally different mindset. You're doubting yourself. You're negative. You get that, what I call the monkey brain where it starts chattering. And oh yeah, what do you do to... To overcome that, because we all go through it. It's amazing. It's like, what happened to me? I went to bed. Nothing really changed physically, mentally, or anything, but I'm in a totally different place. What do you do to, to handle that negative self-talk when it starts to creep into your
1: mind? I, I go through this. I struggle with this on a daily basis because like you said earlier, you know, we're trying to juggle our jobs, our families, our hobbies, our podcasts, writing, whatever, whatever route they're trying to do. So it, for me, it's a constant struggle. I'm sure some people can agree with that um sentiment as well. But um this is a common occurrence, I'd say, in a lot of people, they just don't want to admit it because what? It goes back to that self-awareness, to that mindset. For me, reading about it has really helped me develop some tools and Um, obviously I could recommend some books and stuff towards the end or whatever, but, uh, that negative self-talk, that talking to yourself and he, you know, you're going to have good, bad days. Some days it's going to be easier to pick yourself up than others. But what it comes down to is just don't be so hard on yourself. You're allowed to have a crappy day every now and again. You're allowed to, you know, sit in front of the TV on your day off and not do the dishes. You're allowed to do that. But when you start beating yourself up over it, that's when the negativity sets in and that constant repetition, it becomes a habit and doing that all the time, beating yourself down when you, when you mess up a little bit, it's a habit. So you have to, you have to change those habits. You have to change those instances where you feel that way. You have to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give myself five minutes. I'm going to put a time limit on something. I'm going to sulk for five minutes. And then I'm going to get up, I'm going to wash the darn dishes. That's it. Five minutes. You can set a watch. You can look at your clock. You can set an alarm, but you have to know at the end of that five minutes, you have to do everything within you to get up off the couch.
0: I love it. What you just said there, I hope the listeners take this to heart. And, and I talk about this over and over, Anthony, and you might too, because you start talking. I know you, you talk about um, personal development and stuff like that. What I love are things that are simple. I don't love a 112-step a process. I want something that's maybe two or three steps or something simple that I can implement and I can see immediate benefits in my life. And what you just said there, I hope everybody listens. Um, go back, re-listen to this later. You sit down with a pen and paper and, and listen to what Anthony said. It is so important. He has given himself five minutes to sulk. He's not saying ignore the emotion or pretend it's not there. No, take it in and feel it, but then don't dwell on it. It's over. It's done with and move on. You had your period. That is so important, Anthony. I hope people just really, like I said, I love simple things that you can implement and and make an impact on your life. And that's one of them there. So
1: yeah, the worst thing you could possibly do. And you had mentioned that there was don't ignore those emotions. That's, that's, Probably the biggest takeaway that I took from from listening to you just now. So you um you just added another actionable tip right on top of that is don't don't push those emotions aside. Take them in or let them out. If you have to cry, you cry. I I I, I my eyes well up all the time if I think of look at a picture of my daughter. If I think of when I took her to the park earlier. Okay, don't get me started because I'm starting a ball. Um. <laughs> Let it out. It's that that easy, but you know what? Who cares? You want to cry? Go cry. I mean, don't do it, you know, in the middle of your, your workspace. People might think you a little weird, but, um, you know, if you got to (laughs) go on your lunch break in the car and you, you just, you have to let it out, whatever it is, just, just get it out because the worst thing you can do. And I know from doing this many years is keeping it all inside that is the worst possible thing that you can do when it comes to trying to manage your mindset and trying to learn about effective mindset control is to not experience what you're going through.
0: Yeah, that's so true. It's, it's, it's powerful. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that I hope, like I said, the listeners go back and really listen to and, and actually apply that in their life. You're going to see some great results by, by taking that advice. Um, now you had mentioned some books and stuff that you read, um, you know, rattle off a couple that you think have made the biggest impact on you.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um I became a big book junkie just within the past couple of years because I realized that I could write all of that I wanted, but if I wasn't reading, I couldn't develop my right my own writing skills. So mm-hmm. you can take that to you know to wherever your your business or your relationship might be. You have to practice the things that you want to get better at. So I began reading and especially when I wanted to learn about, about these things about psychology and self-development, it was, it wasn't enough to just write about it and put down my own thoughts, but I had to, to get the information, get the facts and intertwine that with my own belief system or my own thoughts on the situation. So the uh, recently, because I am in leadership and, um, I was recommended this book actually by another manager and it's called the energy bus. And this is a really cool, this is a really cool one. book. Yeah. Cause it's not your typical self-development book. It actually, it tells you a story and it's really unique in that it's by John Gordon. And, uh, that one was really fun to read. And it, it was, um, there was a lot of great takeaways from that, but the, uh, the, ov- it the overall, uh, theme of the book is, It comes back to controlling your own mindset. If you come into work one day and you are not feeling so, you know, uppity and you're you build a team around yourself, that negative emotion or that downward feeling is going to expand outward. So your team is going to pick up on those vibes. So what you have to do is convince yourself to go forward with that positive energy, to keep those those systems in place that you've worked so hard to build that team. So the energy bus really helped uh, me personally on that. Uh, another one I just recently read was called The Overwhelmed Brain. And this is actually written by another podcaster. And this, this one was a great one for me because there's actual um, worksheets and little tests and questions you ask yourself. So it really gets you thinking. It really gets everything out of your mind and it forces you to to confront what the things that you are thinking, that overwhelmed brain, if you will. And uh, yeah. that was another great one. And then the third one, which would be the one I'm actually reading right now, and this one was recommended to me by another father for the same very reason of negative self-talk is called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. So, oh,
0: I think, is that by Shad Helmster? Yes. 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 So that's the
1: one I'm getting into right now. And I'm just really getting in into it. And, uh, I can see, I can see myself in this book and, and everything that I think of on a daily basis. So top three for me right now, if you want to change your mindset would definitely be those, those three books.
0: Great. I'm going to check out those other two. I'm not familiar with them, but that last one you mentioned, yeah, I think you're really going to enjoy that. That's, that's a great one there. Um, we're going to start wrapping up here, but I got a few more questions for you, Anthony, before we do. Um, let me ask you, what is the best piece of advice that you ever got? And let's do like, you can either do, hopefully if you got something for business, but if you have two, maybe business and life would be great.
1: Yeah, this one, it might actually sound kind of weird, but I was sitting with a doctor one day and he had pointed to my wrists and then he pointed to his wrists and he said, did you notice something? What's the difference between our our me and you? And I said, well, you're wearing a watch. He goes, exactly. On time, on task. And flipping your phone out from your pocket. And I tell my, my team this all the time, that's not effective use of your time. Looking down at your wrist, being very, um, cognizant of the time and the seconds to really get the most effectiveness out of your, whatever your project is that you're working on or your business goals or whatever, but to wear a watch, it sounds silly, but it is so effective.
0: That is so cool. You know what's funny, Anthony, is uh I have a Fossil that my uh, fiancé got me, and I, I wore it for a long time. The battery died, so it's probably been about a year and a half, maybe two years I haven't worn a watch. Done just like you said, flip out the phone, always looking at that, you know?
1: And that's a distraction. And, yeah.
0: Well, she went up to Fossil. She had bought a, a certain watch that was, like, connected to your Samsung so you could track – you know, your health and all different stuff. So she returned and I said, hey, when you go back, get me a battery. So I just got a battery like three days ago and I've been wearing my watch again. So awesome. it's so funny you said, I'm going to definitely relate to that story. Yeah, I'm gonna look on at time, that on task. Yes, I love it. That's powerful, bud. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now, I got two more questions for you. Before we do, where can my listeners connect with you online? What's the best way?
1: Oh, the, the best way is uh, what I call the mothership, because from my website, me, myself, and com, you can access everything. Anything sure. that you want to know about me, uh anything you want to read or listen to, it's just really easy. Everything is right there on the site.
0: Yeah, and I saw you also have your social media contacts on there, too, so people can connect with you like Twitter, Instagram, oh, Facebook, yeah, and so forth. I'm right?
1: all over it, all over the place.
0: Awesome. That's great. Let me ask you this question here. What is one piece of advice that you'd like to share with the mindset family that they could implement in their business and or in their life that would have a dramatic positive impact on their business and or life immediately?
1: Well, it may sound cliche and I I like to always say this towards the end of a conversation I have with somebody, but uh, this mantra that I And not to toot my own horn, but this mantra that I developed and came up with this, this control the controllable. Uh, just for the rest, keep on flowing and just be. Um, it's, I actually have it. I got it made up. It's on a wristband. So I wear it on my wrist every single day. And. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just to, to be able to, you know, wait, go back to the spilt milk. When you spill the milk, it's not that bad. You can't control it. It slipped you know, uh, just keep on flowing with the rest of your day. So just uh, you can come up with your own, your own, uh, mantra. And I actually recommend that to, um, you know, a lot of people I talk to and it's just come up with something, you know, it doesn't have to be witty. It doesn't have to be long. It just has to be a unique phrase or, or something that you can, you can use as a, as a trigger or a, um, uh, way to, to shift that mindset. And for me, it just happens to be that, um, mantra or motto, if you will.
0: No, that's an important piece of advice that you said. I love what you said, trigger. And again, like you said, keep it simple, keep it short, something that you can remember. You can put on a wristband, you can put on a post it by your computer or wherever it may be,
1: but something that's going to trigger you yeah.
0: to get into an, a mindset or a state that you want to be in. Yeah. I kind of stole-
1: another, another easy one.
0: Yeah, definitely
1: bring it on. One word, smile.
0: Ha. Uh, yes. Every single hear a, time. You want to hear a funny quick story about that? Yeah. Um I don't do you listen to uh I think it was Tom Bilu. Have you heard of Tom Bilu? No. With Quest Nutrition. But if you want to check oh, out yes, some,
1: yes, 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 I know Quest. Got, yes.
0: Yeah. Well, he's got he used to have Inside Quest, which was a show where he'd bring on people and and you know, talk about mindset. He's really big onto the matrix and how he got out of, he uses that as his metaphor that he got himself out of the matrix. Ah, oh, yes, he's I love a lazy that. Lazy guy. Dude, check him out. Tom Bill, you on his new show is called impact theory and he's got some great people on there that he interviews. But one thing he said is that they were talking with one of the scientists and they said they found a study that if you just take a pencil and put it in your mouth, you know how it kind of forces your corners to go out in your mouth? Yeah. They've, d- they've done actually studies where they've put electrodes on people that were suffering from depression on their head. And by putting a pencil in there and forcing that smile muscle to be activated, the depression actually lowered.
1: I don't, I don't doubt it.
0: Yeah. And my, my fiance texted me from work the other day. She was doing a training class where she was actually the instructor and was very stressed out and different stuff like that and feeling bummed. And I said, Hey, I got something fun for you. Put a pencil in your mouth. Well, she (laughs) did it. And she said she started feeling better and she shared it. And she had a couple other people sitting there with pencils in their mouths.
1: That's too funny. (laughs) Yeah. So So it's 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 these little like silly, goofy things that you take for granted wearing a watch, putting a pencil in your mouth. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. You can't overcomplicate things.
0: But you know what's great about that, Anthony, is you have no excuse then if it's that simple. It's not like I told you to, all right, you got to take out a notebook. You have to write for an hour. Um, you have to go ahead and record this. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a simple thing you can implement. You just need to take action and do it. That's mm-hmm. the whole key. Implement these things and they're going to make an impact on your life. Now, kind of a phrase like what you said, what I love, I stole Tony Robbins one that he has kind of, um, and I have it in the footer. It's my signature in all my emails. So, when you got an email from me, you probably saw it at the bottom. It says, remember that you can't control what happens to you, but you can control your response.
1: Response or reaction.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Live with passion at the end is all Tony always says. So I love that. All right. Anthony, this has been awesome. I got one last question for you, bud. Yes. That I want to um, ask you. And have you ever seen a movie called The Little Trader?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Okay, it's, a, I, I came across, I don't know, just channel surfing one time and I love it. It's a great little movie. It's, it's during the British uh, occupation of Palestine in 1947. And so the British are in there, the soldiers and the Palestines and the, the Jewish people there don't really want them there. So. I don't know the exact conflict in there, but the soldiers were there for a period of time and they were going to leave. Well, this little Jewish boy makes friends with this British soldier.
1: Oh, yes. I did see that.
0: Oh, I love it. Yes. There's a there's a line in there. And I always close my podcast with this. And for me, I don't know. I guess it was this one word that made it special. But he was leaving and he wasn't able to find the boy. So he told one of the other officers, soldiers, he said, hey, when you see Proffy, which was a little boy, he goes, tell him that Dunlop wishes him a brilliant life. And something about that phrase, wishes him a – I don't mm. know. It just captured so much. It was so powerful. It wasn't like tell him goodbye, tell him to take care, whatever. He just said, "I tell him that Dunlop wishes him a brilliant life. Love it. So my question question to you, Anthony, is – What is your definition of a brilliant, living a brilliant life?
1: I would say that not everybody can drop what they're doing, live their passion, you know, become an artist or, um, you know, a full-time podcaster. Let's use that as an example and make a substantial amount of income to, to support their family, to pay their mortgage and everything like that. But something that I always tell people is that those things, those passions, hold on to those, take those wherever you go. Because just because you can't do something full-time doesn't mean you have to give it up entirely. So those passions, they actually become hobbies. And you can use those and you can take those with you And you can keep doing them in some capacity, even if it's for five minutes. If it makes you happy, keep doing it.
0: Love it. Short, sweet, simple, but very powerful. Guys, this has been a great, great episode. I I highly encourage you to follow Anthony online go to me myself and i com. like you said that's the mothership where you can connect with him on all social media he also has another thing that going through um that website there i saw he has the daddy's diaries is it or daddy's journal
1: yeah it's a it's a little blog i put together for uh just being a first time father and stuff more for myself but uh it's a fun read if you want to check that out too
0: yeah, that's awesome. So go ahead and check that out. And lastly, I'm halfway through your book, bud. Oh, I bought thank it the other you. day and was reading it. Yes, I'm going to go so ahead. Much. When I finish, I'll give you a review on Amazon, but so far it's amazing just seeing what you were going through and I'm I'm looking so much further into the second half. So guys and girls, please check out this book um if not for like for me it's to educate myself and to to learn more about Anthony's story. But if you have a family member or yourself, pick it up. I'm sure it's going to help you. There's some great stuff. And this isn't someone that's writing from theory. This is somebody that lived it. So you can go to Amazon. You can get it as uh uh, Amazon Kindle book. You can also get it in paperback. Is that right,
1: Anthony? Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay. So go ahead and get that book. And if you love it like I'm loving it, please go ahead and leave a review for Anthony. Uh, Any type of feedback always helps us, guys. So. Once again, Anthony, I appreciate it. This has been great, bud. Thanks for sharing and being so transparent and and giving us some good wisdom here.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, and I had a lot of fun. Thanks.
0: Hey, Mindset Family, until next time, I wish you a brilliant life. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really and truly appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about developing a strong, successful mindset, then go ahead and subscribe by clicking the I'm in button below this podcast. Each week, I try to deliver great content that you can learn and apply immediately to help develop a better mindset so you can build a great online business and hopefully a better life. So if you like what we're trying to do here at the Marketers Mindset Then help us spread the message and give us a rating and review on iTunes so we can help more online marketers. Lastly, I want to hear from you. So if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or an online marketer that you would like us to interview, then send me an email to brian at themarketersmindset.com. Thanks again. I love you guys. And until next week, take care and I wish you a brilliant life.